Welcome back, my fellow creatives, to Story Cuppings. We are continuing our 12 days of middle grade reading recommendations uh, with Blondie's Books. And my daughter is taking us through favorite reads that she has enjoyed and she wants to share with me and with you. I should probably let you say hi, shouldn't I? Yes. Well, hello, Blondie. Hi. All right. We are here at day six. What do you have to share with us today? A book called Catalyst. Catalyst? It has a cat on it. That is a big cat. Who is it by? Um, Sarah Beth Durst. Okay. So I'm going to guess, looking at this cover of a giant cat and two kids on top of the cat, that something whimsical is going to take place. Yes. Very well. All right, first chapter, kiddo. Take it away. Chapter one. No kitten is that small, the text from Harrison read. Zotex stood back, smaller than my hand. She crouched next to the tiny ball of fluff. Shivering, it had wedged itself between the trash can and the gar garage door. Zoe had spotted it when she dumped a bag of crumpled wrapping paper and used party plates into the can. She cooed at the kitten. It's okay. Don't be scared. You'll be all right. Checking around the garage, she, she searched for a mother cat or any other kittens, but didn't see anything. She heard the chirp of crickets, cars on the distant highway, and the hum of her family's voices through the open window of a brightly lit kitchen, but no meows. Her phone binged with a one-word text, Photoshop. If Photoshop, Zoe typed, kitten would be riding a velociraptor. Bing, sweet. Then, still Photoshop. Come see. Busy. She sent him an eye roll emoji. He wasn't busy. He, she knew for a fact that he was camping in his backyard, next to her own, and that he was most likely busy separating raisins from the M&Ms in a bag of trail mix. Laying her hand flat, palm up, she waited as the kitten stuck its little pink nose and sniffed her fingers. Zoe whispered, let me help you. The kitten crept forward into the light from the garage, and the Zoe, de and Zoe decided to think of it as a sheet, because the fuzz above her eyes looked like a cartoon cat's eyelashes. She was trembling, which made her orange, which made her orange, black, and tan fur quiver, quiver, quiver all over. Her ears were flattened, and her tail was stuck between her hind legs. She looked so miserable and so hopeful at the same time that Zoe felt her heart melt. Poor just pause for a second, because first of all, do you have an ice cube in your mouth? No. Uh. Okay, I was just making sure. Sorry, Blondie has a tendency to sneak off with ice cubes. Because they're delicious! And, and I, the paranoid parent that I am, I'm just assuming that she will accidentally swallow one and then choke. So. That did almost happen to me once, but it'll never happen again. <sighs> okay. So anyway, done with that habit. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm never. So anyway, we're reading a story. <laughs> are we now? Yes, we are. Okay. So what? anyway, <laughs> so I notice here on this cover, we have a very, 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 very big cat that is like climbing on house roofs, but the story opens with the cat being so small it could fit in the hand of a child so 
we have here in this first well, page and a half a very clear sense of something is already not right but not like we're scared i mean we're all intrigued it's like well there was a giant cat on the book cover but we also can't it's, we're wondering how this cat gets this big and even if you don't know what the cover looks like you know a child finding an extremely tiny cat one that is on its own because most cats that size can't make it on their own at all so this is different there is still something amiss in this situation yes yes Miss Ice Cube. I don't have an ice cube! Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, alright, go okay. back to it. Poor little thing, she thought. I can't keep you, Jill warned. My parents said no more animals in the house. Not after the mix-up with the skunk. <laughs> the kitten said. Long story, Zoe said. Tonight you'll be my secret, and tomorrow I'll help you find someone who can take care of you. She stayed still while the kitten sniffed her and hand it her hand some more. Her nose and whiskers tickled, but Zoe didn't laugh. Gingerly, the kitten placed one paw on Zoe's palm. You can trust me, Zoe whispered. Everything's going to be okay. Promise. Cupping her other hand behind the kitten, Zoe scooted her fully onto her palm. She really is smaller than my hand, Zoe thought. She stood, cradling the kitten close. The kitten tensed and then released Zoe, then relaxed as Zoe carried her inside. Zoe heard the clink of glasses being loaded into the dishwasher in the kitchen as her parents and brother cleaned up from her birthday party. Her cousins, aunts, and uncles had all swarmed to their house for the usual for the usual hamburger, hot dog, and cake celebration and had left and had left after Zoe opened her presents. Zoe was supposed to be in the kitchen, helping to clean. She tiptoed past and up the stairs to her bedroom. Tucking the kitten against her with one hand, she used her other hand to drag a cardboard box from her closet, dump out her old rock collection, and lined the box with a sweater. Lowering the kitten inside, Zoe told her, Wait right here. <laughs> the kitten looked up with such wide eyes that Zoe didn't want to leave her. She'd never have anything look at her with so much instant adoration. Certainly the box turtle, one of their last rescues prior to parents saying no more, hadn't cared. One minute, Zoe promised. She hurried downstairs and into the kitchen. Just thirsty, she sang as she fetched a half-finished carton of milk from the refrigerator. She also plucked a bowl of mostly eaten popcorn off the counter. And hungry. Fine, but that's it, Mom called up after her. You've had enough snacks for one day. Besides, you have to leave room for leftover cake, Dad added. Dad added. Zoe's older brother, Alex, cheered from the sink. Second cake! It was a family tradition. Second cake after the relatives had left. You ate a wedge with all the cousins, and then afterwards, once the cleanup was done, you can have whatever part of leftover cake you wanted. Just the frosting or the innards or all the icing roses from the top. Zoe was not going to miss that. Those roses are mine, she thought. Don't you think she's getting a little old for a second cake? Mom said to Dad. I'm not too old for it, Alex protested. Remember when we started second cake? Dad said. Alex was four, and it was the only way we could think of to keep him from scooping all the icing off the cake before the relatives finished singing Happy Birthday. I'm never outgrowing second cake, Zoe thought. That was a horrible thing to suggest. She was getting taller and older, not not transforming into some weird non-cake-loving person. I'll be right back. She promised. <laughs>
glad she's not growing into some horrible non-cake-loving person. <laughs> There's something to that. Well, it's such a great little illusion as a writer here to, I mean, whether you like cake or not, um, it's such a great way for younger readers to be given that theme of growing up. Uh, that's a pretty common theme in a lot of the middle grade or just younger fantasies. I mean, uh, Chronicles of Narnia comes to mind immediately with that one where we get to be too old for Narnia. Peter Pan. I'm trying to think of something you would know, kiddo. As you just stare off into the distance. Mm, yes. Mm. Uh, no, because... Well, I guess in a way, maybe How to Train Your Dragon. No, that's more of the film thing. But no, it's just the idea that you grow, growing up, you are no longer able to enjoy the things you love as a child. Except Legos. You can never outgrow Legos. Okay. Yes, I know. I know. The Lego movie taught us that. Yes. I yes. Know. But how to communicate that to kid readers. And I love how, what's your last name? Durst? I love how Durst has chosen to do that. You know, through that simple act of cake, which, you know, for the record, the Zoe's uh, parents also love cake. That's fine. Cake. Who doesn't love cake except allergies? I get it. Yeah. But it's it's a great little um, metaphor would be the right term to use here to help have a kid think about what it means to grow up and having to and that growing up means letting go of things you care about or love, but it shouldn't have to. And it's just, I, I like that. I, I like that kind of move where you just, there's some meaning to this cake. It's not just, you know, how much sugar these guys are going to have later. It's, there's, there's a bigger theme there. And that's a pretty slick move for a writer to do. All right, back at it, kiddo. Don't eat all the cake without me. She ran back up to her room, dumped the extra popcorn in the trash, and poured milk into the bowl. Kneeling, she nestled the bowl into the corner of the box. She hoped the kitten didn't try to swim in it. On wobbly legs, the kitten was prowling around the confines of the box. Reaching out a finger, Zoe stroked between her ears. You don't seem as scared as you were. That's good. You don't need to be scared with me. The kitten leaned against her finger as if she was so happy that Zoe was petting her. Most of the cats Zoe had met were standoffish, but not this kitten. She likes me, Zoe thought. I like you too, Zoe whispered to her. Climbing on... Onto a mound of sweater, the kitten teetered, then toppled onto her side. Zoe laughed and helped her stand. Gazing up at Zoe, the kitten rubbed her cheek against Zoe's fingers. She then got her paws underneath her and continued with her exploration. Chin in her hand, Zoe watched the kitten reach the milk. She sniffed at it and then looked back at Zoe. Go on, you'll love it, Zoe told her. Extending her paw, the kitten, bat the kitten batted at the milk. The surface rippled, and the cat skipped backward. She inched forward, then swatted at the milk again, clearly fascinated. Zoe heard a soft knock at her window. Visitor, she told the kitten. She climbed across her bed, unlocked the window, and lifted it. Harrison, her best friend, stuck his head in. Happy birthday, or birthday party day. Her actual birthday was in two days, on Monday. Harrison liked to be precise about facts. Thanks. You know, you could have used the door. My parents would have been happy to see you. She helped him climb in. As skinny as a skeleton, Harrison didn't need much space to squeeze himself through. He was mostly elbows and knees. 
He was also not very graceful. He tumbled onto her pillow, much like the kitten falling onto the sweater. Gotta keep him practice for Everest. He, he'd been talking about his dream to climb Mount Everest since kindergarten. There was zero chance his parents would ever let him do it, but that he'd be able to survive the required video game withdrawal. Untangling himself, he stared off the edge of the bed into the box. Whoa, that's a small kitten. Yep, she is. She avoids saying, told yourself, because that was obvious. He adjusted her glasses, as if that would make the kitten size change. Like seriously newborn baby kitten small. Do you think she was just born? Are you sure she's a she? Not sure. And not sure. It's not as if she could tell, or he could tell me. So I'm just going to go, I'm just going with recently born and she. She liked the awe in Harrison's voice. That was how she felt every time she looked at the kitten. So much cuter than a stray turtle. Cutest thing you've ever seen, right? Beyond cute. There needs to be a new word for there needs to be a new word for the stupendously cute she is. Cute if it's it. Cuterate Cuterageous. Cute extraordinary. He reached in to pet her, and she flipped off her fur and gave him a tiny, sweet hiss. He withdrew, and the kitten returned to the milk. She circled twice around the bowl. Wrinkling her tiny nose, she sniffed at it. Zoe wanted to cheer. Go on, drink the milk. You can do it! So we're already seeing the cats kind of picked the character she likes. And we also have a sense, too, of our protagonist, one who loves to help animals, who's rescuing animals who aren't always so keen on, or aren't at least uh, cuddly. Well, I mean, I know a skunk can maybe be cuddly, maybe. As if you uh, remove the scent glands. Yeah. But, the, I mean, it's this is clearly a child who loves helping others, who loves little animals. And so that love seems to be pretty clear to this tiny kitten that, you know, she's been pretty willing with Zoe, but uh, with Harrison, not so much. Do you have any thoughts on this? Hmm. Okay, I'll let you get back to it. I thought cats drinking milk was a myth, Harrison said. Makes them sick. Cannons drink milk. Grown cats don't. Are you sure? He pulled his phone out of his pocket and began typing. Yep, once they're grown, they lose the enzyme to digest, la to di digest la lactose. And it makes them vom vomit. I can't speak today. <laughs> Kittens are fine. That wasn't in the story, by the way. That was my daughter's aside that she couldn't speak today. <sighs> are you, should you be reading this? Wow. Are you sure? Wow. Are you, are you okay? I think so. All right. <laughs> Focus. Kittens are fine, though. You're right. But you're supposed to feed them motherless, feed motherless, motherless newborn kittens milk with an eyedropper. They can't feed themselves. They watched the kitten. As they watched, the kitten began to lap at the milk. Or maybe they can't. Harrison frowned at his phone. When kittens are first born, their eyes are closed and their ears are flattened back. They can't see, hear, keep themselves warm, or eliminate waste on their own. They're supposed to rub their butts until they poop. What? You're making that up! She craned to see his screen. He showed it. He showed it to her. See? Huh. Her kitten was much perkier than that. Her eyes were upright triangles. Her blue eyes were fully open. Zoe pointed to another photo of a several-week-old kitten. 
She's more like that. She must not be a newborn. She's too small to be that many weeks old. Maybe she was born premature, Zoe said. You were small when you were born. They'd known each other since they were both in diapers. She'd heard all the stories, how Harrison had been new in newborn intensive care for weeks, so tiny he couldn't breathe on his own first. Mrs. Acaria, I think, Harrison's grandmother, had always told the story by comparing her grandson to a honey cake taken out of the oven too soon. He often had to bake longer before his parents were able to bring him home. That's why he's so delicious, she always concluded, pretending to gobble his shoulder. Oh, grandparents. Wait, look. He scrolled through his phone and showed her another photo. She could be 12 days old. At 12 days, their eyes are open and their ears are up, but they're still super tiny. Plus, if she's been on her own without much food, that would explain why she's on the small side. Now that you're feeding her, she'll, she'll grow. Harrison, she knew, liked it when he could understand the how and why of things. He was happiest when everything was neatly labeled on, in its own box. His idea of a fun Saturday was reorganizing his bookshelves. Currently, the books were sorted alphabetically by topic. So Harrison is like your dad. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I just said, it's like, oh, that's what, that's what Bo does when he wants to just Bo? have... Uh, when he wants to just uh, hang out and check and reorganize his movies. That is what he does. That is what he does all yes. the time. Not all the time. Anyway, okay, back to the story. Mostly he watches his movies. Yes. Back to the story. Um, where was I? Now you made me lose. I made you lose your place. Oh, here it is. Um, which meant revenge stories came after pirates, but before superheroes. She had no idea what he did with revenge books about pirate superheroes. It was better not to ask. Now that he'd labeled the kitten as an underfed 12-day-old female, he was content. Even if Zoe had no idea whether he was right. She decided it didn't matter. All that mattered was that the kitten was here and Zoe was going to take care of her. At least for tonight. So what are you going to do about your parents? Harrison asked. He knew about her history with animals. Up until six months ago, she brought home nearly every animal she found, convinced it needed her help. Her mom had put a stop to that after Zoe had smuggled a baby skunk into the house, thinking it was a cat. Prior to that, mom had said no to a baby squirrel, an injured bird, and a garden snake, as well as the box turtle, but the skunk was the last draw. Oh dear. Okay, well, we're going to stop here because we're almost out of time. Now... This is a bit more of a slow burn, I'd say, um, in the regards that uh, we're not jumping right into the fantastical whimsy right away. Um, I mean, it's, it's taken us a little while, but that's okay, too, because we are establishing the normal. I mean, that... We're getting to know the characters before we get into the story. And that's good. It's important to understand what our protagonists are capable of. Like, right off the bat, hearing that Harrison needs things organized and broken down, all I can think is, oh, so if that kid walked into a mess, he would not know how to handle it because he's not a messy kiddo. No. Just like it sounds like Zoe, uh, she's going to be... Zoe? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Zoe's going to be constantly distracted by any animal because of her love of animals. So 
having this interaction over the baby kitten um uh, right after zoe's birthday party we're getting a bit um of important world building with these characters understanding what they are their characterization i should say while this constantly towing along little bit by little bit that there's something not right about this kitten something's not right but we don't know what yet and by just giving us the breadcrumbs to follow we will get to the point where we find out more about this cat would that be correct mm -hmm. okay so before your brothers invade do you have any closing thoughts on catalyst why should folks give catalyst a try who wouldn't read a book about a giant cat well you got me there kiddo okay so thank you all so much for spending some time with us on enjoying catalyst here by sarah beth durst what is the next book we're going to read for blondie's books it has foxes and magic Ooh, all right well i hope you'll uh, tune in with us for day seven of the 12 days of blondie's books here so until then, read on, share on, and write on, my friends. Cheers.